0: Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. All right, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you very, very much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. You have reached Habits to Goals, and this is... The Ocho, Season 8, we've made it. <laughs> it's semi-legendary. We're approaching, very quickly, a half a million downloads, which I recognize in some cases is nothing. Uh, but for us, it's fairly significant, and it could not happen without you. So having said that, all you need to know if you're a new listener is A- Listen to the show, then be subscribe, C, to implement the Habit Factor system, the Habit Factor method for developing habit strength. All you have to do is go to thehabitfactor.com forward slash templates. That's right, thehabitfactor.com forward slash templates. And there you can download a free template with that template comes an instructional video if you're in the US and you want that immediately all you have to do is text the word habits h a b i t s to the number 33444 you'll get the template sent to you immediately all right let's get after it season 8 is here and it's all <laughs> it is all due to you thank you very much let's go Here we go. Welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. You have reached Habits to Goals today. We have Jen Grant back almost in the studio, joining us from Minnesota. How are you doing today, Jen?
1: I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me back. How are you, Martin?
0: I'm doing very well, and it's always great to see you and have you in the the virtual studio perfect um, before we get into to today's mind bullet MBM topic uh, we should touch on our GTR Would you like to go first or shall I?
1: You can go first
0: <laughs> wow well so I could go with this little. I don't want to say little, but you, you were on the thread that the, the restart program helping the homeless. So it looks like I'll probably do that workshop. Um, that was my way in the habit factors way of giving back to the community. Um, I might as well also mention since I said it off the air that <laughs> we could talk about this. Um, the idea of exercise to change your physiology, your brain chemistry, your mm-hmm. mood. In fact, we're going to be talking a bit about that. So that's probably why I'm bringing it up. Um, I have following par, of course, plan, act, record, reassess and developing habit strength. I have been doing burpees. You know what burpees are? I do. OK, so there's there's. Couple ways to do them, but the way I do them is the full jump up and um and I now have little five pound weights on top of it. Nice. And my my sets have gone from ten to fifteen to twenty. And then again, this is over a year, so I'm 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 doing anything but bragging. This is this is have been a process, but it, but it reinforces power and it reinforces this idea of habit strength. So today, cause I thought the other day was a fluke. I did a hundred in about with weights in uh 12 and a half minutes.
1: Oh my <laughs>
0: <gosh>. <laughs> All yeah, the way my, down
1: back to the ground. With yeah. Your
0: yeah. Yeah. My sets are, mm-hmm. uh, 20 per. So that's five sets.
1: That's incredible.
0: <laughs> it's it's you. It's a testament to par. It really is. It's this idea that consistency over time develops habit strength. So that's probably the one I should mention. And by the way, I, I didn't want to do it. I was in a bad mood. Uh, My, my day's taken a 180 turn just 12 and a half minutes later, I feel terrific. I got some good news coming in, and now I'm chatting with you. So,
1: yeah, yeah, it's amazing how that can happen. Good for you.
0: Isn't that weird? So, that's incredible. Uh, yeah, I don't know about incredible, but thank you.
1: I think it's incredible. (laughs) I feel like there are two types of people in the world lovers and haters of burpees.
0: Oh, I. I, I, it's a mixed bag for me. I mean, I, you all, I always hate it going in and I love it coming out. Oh, but fair like, enough. What's super funny is I had the domain name and of course I have way too many, but at one point I had the domain name like burpylove.com <laughs> and I finally, after three years, I just Let gave it away go. and somebody gobbled it up right away.
1: That's funny. Oh
0: <laughs> Burpy love. <Wow. laughs> so now it's your turn.
1: So, mine is a totally different direction than yours. My good things report for today is, I don't know if you saw, Martin, but I decided, since my mom passed away, she passed away eight weeks ago now, I decided to start an organic juice delivery company, and I launched it this week.
0: Did you say organic juice delivery company? Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow! Congratulations. That's a big. That's, yeah, I mean, uh, we probably don't have this kind of time, but I'm going to ask okay. anyways. I I know you're you're a juicer and you've been doing it, but what precipitated the company?
1: So long story short, so it, you kind of started talking about it. How for me, like there are things in our lives that get us to. you know, motivated, whatever word we want to use or to lean into a habit that are positive and supportive and uplifting. And there are things in our lives I have found, should we choose to take lessons out of the things which I choose to do, that on the flip side might be a negative or, you know, a downside of something that also gets us to take different action. And watching my mom pass during those two weeks while she was in the hospital, knowing that had she changed her health, she would probably still be with us. Um, that's that's it in a nutshell. We could expand that and have a bigger conversation, but that's it in a nutshell. It was it's it was finally time. I've held on to my health. Uh, I'm a certified health counselor, holistic health counselor. And I've held on to it in hiding for like twelve years. Got it. I did that. I'm. This is what I want to do with it. So, in addition to everything else I'm doing, I launched an organic juice delivery company.
0: That's amazing, and congratulations! Um, I have a couple relative either questions or comments. The first is: Have you had a delivery? Have you had an order? And and how did it come about? Because usually the business starts after the orders, right? In other right. words, and I'm guessing that's what happened with you. You you maybe you gave it to somebody and somebody else or they nope. asked for it. No.
1: <laughs> nope. I decided so I sat on it for a couple weeks uh-huh. and then just decided I am going to jump in. I don't have a website up yet. I don't have all the details figured out. I I don't have really any of it figured out, but I've been in business before. I have people that want to support it, that want their own juice. So I basically like you know hung up a sign and said, not hung up a sign, but as we do with social media, right? Well,
0: that's what I meant. Okay, good.
1: Yeah. So I just kind of put a post out there and said, listen, this is happening. If you're interested, let me know. I'll add you to a list. And I reached out to those people and did my first delivery a couple of days ago.
0: So these are, these are people in your hood.
1: They are. Well, I mean, yeah, across the metro area.
0: Got it. Well, uh, congratulations again. The, I guess the tangent side comment is when my wife's mother passed away, I mean, all I kept saying is, uh, she was, a she was a smoker as well. And, you know, it was breast cancer, then it was lung cancer. And, you know, I, she probably thought I was cuckoo. Cause all I kept saying is you, you got to juice, you got to juice, you got to, got to juice, you got to juice. Um, So that's, that's interesting. It's
1: um, yeah, it's powerful. And mom told me one of the last conversations we had was, I'm sorry, I didn't listen to you. She uh, told me that,
0: right. and she
1: said, "Promise me you'll do everything you can to be healthy and help others with their health." Like, okay,
0: right? Wow! So I,
1: so I went for it, and we'll figure it out as we go.
0: You bet! Great for you. I love it. Um, so today's topic is this concept of immersion. Mm-hmm. Um, we were chatting before, but I'll set the table. I had I was conducting an interview on the show. This guy is a health I the reason I'm gonna keep it somewhat vague or anonymous is I don't know if his interview is coming out before or after. So I'll just talk in generalities. <laughs> um He's a health and fitness expert. He's had some trauma, real tragedy in his uh life. Like you almost don't even want to recount it, but um horrible things, mother uh, or stepmother or sister commits suicide, stepmother can submit suicide, his brother is kidnapped and murdered, um, as horrible as it gets. And here's a guy who's really into personal development and health and fitness. And And so the question comes up, um how how do you do that right like how do you and and the word he kept using was i just have to immerse myself into he didn't say environments but the different situations and he even used kite surfing as an example and so that's the concept i want to talk about we could call it feelings or changing feelings We we could call it a lot of things but the, the term he used was immersion, and I figured I'd share that with you and get your, you know, as we usually do, just chat about um, this concept and how we manage our feelings and emotions. So I Fair hand it enough. over to you.
1: Fair enough. Well, I it's powerful. I haven't obviously thought about it in the way that you're bringing it forward, but it certainly makes sense because one of the things I've talked about, and it'll be interesting to flush it out a little bit, but one of the things that I've talked about in the past with people is relative to our thoughts and noticing what we're thinking about because so often we're taking action and we're moving forward without even paying attention to to what we're thinking about and if we were to use that word and say if i were to immerse my thoughts in an action that i want to happen i'm probably more likely going to attain that rather than if i just have my thoughts be willy-nilly
0: sure yeah he um there was a lot said and there was there was a lot not said you know reading between the lines and um I think part of that was, was he was, you know, he could be down, he could be depressed, he could say the world sucks, he could he could go down a bunch of different storylines. Mm-hmm. None of them, he did say, would make him any better. Or right. uh so so immersion in that sense certainly applies. And then this this idea that If you. He was talking about diving and scuba diving, that's that's literal immersion in a different environment under the ocean, you know, like all your senses um, come to life because you're like you're probably scared. So at that point in that environment that's not familiar, you aren't going to be thinking, woe is me. Right the world sucks. You're going to be right. thinking, "Holy shit, that's beautiful," or "That's scary," or who knows how many different thoughts. Right. Um, you then, just go ahead.
1: You just sparked something there too for me. In that one, because how many of us are going? Well, I don't have access to the ocean as often. Right. As I sure. Like, for example. Right. Sure. But another, so I feel like another way, like how else can we immerse? And I don't know that this fits it, but talk me through this. Cause I feel like there's a connection here. How many of us drive the same dang route every day <laughs> and we do it so.
0: Habitually.
1: Habitually that we're totally unaware of it. Where one great way to maybe immerse and allow ourselves to be more um more present
0: right so
1: we're not sitting in this stuckness of whatever is going on in our lives is to take a different route home i mean it's simple but it would require us to be present and i think that immersion and presence it just feels like there's a natural connection there because if you're immersed in scuba diving for example
0: I love that. Absolutely. You better be present. Yeah.
1: And it doesn't allow you to sit in whatever else is going on. Not that there isn't a time and a place. I don't think we want to avoid it a hundred percent of the time, but I also don't think that's what you're saying.
0: No. Yeah. Like I, conversation. You're, you're totally right. I, um, that, that is the sort of thing for better or worse, that gives habit that, that bad negative connotation. Right. um, and it's scary, and I, I talk about it in the book. I I have dozens of instances coming out of the office late at night, let's say after ten, and then next thing I know, I'm parking, right? <laughs> and I'm like, right. did I just drive home? Like right. where? And it was just all automatic habit mode. Yep. Um. So. So that is fascinating. the the connection you're making between taking a new road and all of a sudden you're, I mean, there's no doubt when I was driving on my way into Yellowstone, I, you know, and it's light snow. I'm like, Holy, like every, I talk about immerse. Right. Yeah. Um, So that, that's very cool. The, the other thing, it's just this balance, you know, again, habits, not good or bad. Emotions aren't good or bad. I mean, emotions are great and and they can be bad. The, the point is, it's how we use them. What I was going to get at is emotion and feeling. are feelings are temporary. They're right. very, very temporary, or they could be. Now there's right. a lot of people hang on to them and try to drag them around almost like, an emotional suitcase or baggage. Um, But, but if the idea is to immerse yourself in a different environment, it's, it's to re-emphasize this idea that emotions are ephemeral. That's all (laughs) that's, I think that's super important to reiterate. And, And your point about, Being mindful and being aware helps you get in touch with, you know, whatever story it is you're telling yourself and whatever feelings it is that are driving or whatever feelings are being driven by that thought process.
1: Yeah, it's an interesting, it's an interesting concept. Um, I saw something recently and I feel like this is connected in some way. And uh, maybe you've seen it. It's a picture. and there are imagine um, there's a, a small ball <laughs> and the jar is tight around the ball. Okay. And the ball over six pitchers does not change size, but what changes is the jar grows, so the ball looks smaller, but it's not. The jar is growing. And it talks about how our grief, the misconception is that our grief will shrink and our grief doesn't necessarily shrink. We grow around it so that it's less consuming and we instead grow to be able to better hold our grief. And I wonder if there's a connection there too, that when we are choosing to Going back to this word, when we're choosing to immerse or the connection I made with presence, you know, when we're choosing to be present, it doesn't say that the grief has to go away, but I'm choosing to expand and grow around it. So maybe it doesn't have to take up as much of
0: me. I I love that visual. The idea of growing around it and expanding and, and it gives yourself, I mean, the visual does so much for me. It gives you a little distance (laughs) Mm -hmm. from the grief itself. Right.
1: Um, Right.
0: You know, what's this great, there's a great quote. It's uh mindfulness gives space and space is the home of the awakened mind. Ooh. I bas- I bastardized that a little, I'm sure. No, it's, I like it's it. Very close. It's Mindfulness good. brings space and yeah. I think it's a Buddha or a Zen proverb some and space is the home of the awakened mind. So so you're that. adding space around mm-hmm. grief. That's powerful.
1: Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, and someone shared that with me uh you know Mom passed eight weeks ago, and at oh. the very beginning, the grief consumed me. Right, um, which I don't think that's a shock to anyone, especially no. what with what we had been through and and witnessing her and being with her.
0: Right, and
1: it felt so heavy and so foreign and so big. But now, eight weeks from that, it's I'm still incredibly sad. I'd still give anything to have her back. I still miss her like crazy. And yet I am far, I can see how maybe that hasn't changed, but I am expanded around sure. it so I can carry it in a different way. Wow. It's fascinating.
0: Yeah. And and I'm sure there's all sorts of thoughts, meaning, stories associated with what has transpired to help Elevate may be the wrong word, your growth. So around. Oh, I
1: love that word. I think elevates perfect. And I think there is a, so you and I, Martin, I feel like are similar in this way that we choose to see things as opportunities for lessons, right? I choose to, I choose to see her passing and that transition and the time that we spent together. I choose to see that as something that I can gain from it. And I recognize with compassion that not everyone can. So for me, if we go back again to this word immersion, I really immersed myself in the process of grieving and let it, which feels a little almost backwards to what your guy is talking about. But for me, it uh, because I did that and going through the lessons and leaning into that, I'm able to take so much out of it.
0: Yep. No, that makes perfect sense. Does that sense. make sense? It, it, it is a different spin on immersion, but but arguably it's the reason one can process it, kind of fall into it rather than resisting it
1: mm-hmm. and
0: and then learn from it and, and move on. And yeah, I mean, I would love to say I don't look at everything that goes good or bad <laughs> as as a lesson, but but I'm not sure that would take me anywhere. In other words, um, there's another quote. Uh, when you lose, don't fail to lose the lesson. And so it just yeah. reminds me to always, when things go sideways, when things don't work out, if you're going to lose, don't lose the lesson. Right. There's something there. There's something right. to learn. Um,
1: well, and if our- we choose to... If we choose to, I guess for me, for that word immersion, I choose to immerse myself in the lesson so that I can come out the side expanded and, and feeling like I've gained something from it. Great. So it's almost immersed in a different way, I guess, but it still feels powerful and beneficial. And mm. anyway.
0: You remember, I'm not going to pull up the graphic, although I'm tempted, in in the yep. Habits and Goals, you know, Mastery Challenge, do you recall the three circles? hmm And it was environment, mm-hmm. behaviors, and habits, and then our thinking as the yep. innermost circle. And, yep. and if, in a crude sense, when you immerse yourself in that environment, it drives how we how we think and what our behaviors are and -hmm. how our behaviors affect our feelings and our feelings affect our thinking. And, and it's all, all relating back and forth. Um, All right. Any final thoughts on that? We're going to have to button it up, but that was great.
1: Button it up then. (laughs) I feel like I have, I feel like we could keep going, but we We could,
0: I know we could.
1: I can see. Okay. I'll just say this final (laughs) thought. Perfect. when you when you bring the the circ, the three circles back into the context uh-huh. and the outer circle is environment yep the middle circle is behavior and yep. the inside circle circle is our thinking right yep yep I can see how I mean can you see how immersion could be the a thread that runs through all of that
0: sure
1: because so going back to the example with the juice company and my mom and her passing and the grief and and because yep. it's my real life right now. Had I not done that immersion the way that I did, I wouldn't have the juice company.
0: Yeah, it's fascinating because that was the thinking and the meaning and what can I take from this from my ma mother's experience and my yep. lessons. And then that changed your behaviors and habits. And now you're yep. now you're juicing more maybe and now you're there's a business around it which is changing your environment. Yep. <laughs> and, yeah, and it's and, all yep. interwoven. It's an ecosystem. Um, <laughs> top secret. All right. Well, that was great, Jen. I'm going to go ahead and pull the plug. You don't go anywhere, but I'm going to stop the recording, please. All right. Right, that is going to wrap, wrap up this episode of H2G Habits to Goals. It is an honor and a privilege and a joy, of course, to have you long on the journey and share these ideas and, dare I call them, insights on occasion with you. Your emails and messages are greatly appreciated, tremendously appreciated. I will just remind you what we tend to do is ask, <laughs> did you rate the show? Did you review it? So we love the messages and uh, ratings and reviews go hand in hand along with, of course, sharing the show with others. Finally, maybe not finally, I want to remind you of a couple resources. You can get The Habit Factor uh, free on Audible if it's your first book. If you go to audibletrial.com forward slash habits two goals and that is the number two. Secondly, the Kindle version of the book is essentially free at three or four, maybe even five dollars. Um, and don't forget, if you're in the U.S., you can text the word habits H A B I T S two three three four 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 And lastly, there is a free habit tracker in terms of the app, the original habit tracker. It allows you to align habits to your goals, thus habits to goals. Just search the habit factor in either the Google Play Store or the Apple uh, App Store. That is it, my friends. Glad you're along for Season 8. It's going to be dare I say, the greatest one yet. All right. Thank you very, very much. See ya.